Mr. Wade Boy just got in, and we're just going to have a little bit of a break here and uh, listen to the cars, and we'll be back shortly. Just wanted to let you know you're still listening to Racers Alley here at Heart of the Mission at Mutiny Radio, where it's a scorching 88 degrees. For us city boys, that's pretty hot. Yar. And then eat a taco with some hot sauce on top of that, and it's just all righteous. Right on, right on. We'll be back shortly. Uh, Racers Alley here at the Heart of the Mission at Mutiny Radio. Cheers.
Welcome back to Racers Alley here at the uh, heart of the mission at Meany Radio. And uh, we got our first caller, our second caller here, actually. Last week we had uh, Milk Ray Brian's pops call and uh, congratulate uh, him on his granddad's birthday and such. So let's see here. Let me push this button and see. Uh, Eric, you're on the line? I'm on the line. What? Can you hear him? I can hear him. Say it again. Yeah, but <laughs> no. Well, we're still working on it. I can it. hear him, but you can't hear him. <laughs> he, he is there. Right. We've done this once before. Yeah, someone did. Once mm. before. Hmm. Uh-oh. He's lost in the button. I can't hear anything through the headphones. No. All right. Here, let's see if you do that. Can you hear him now? Hello, can you hear now? 
Uh-oh. Is he back? Are you back? You there? <laughs> okay, I guess that one didn't work. He hung up on you. Damn so it. I didn't hang up. There we go. Wait, I think. He hung up on me? Yeah. Here, Here, try that. Guess, that's why I'm few. You're back. Uh, are you still pushing buttons? Yeah, do we I have. Do, are Peters, we. Is that one? Dead air? <laughs> we're struggling, folks. We're All right. struggling. All right. Well, Mr. Eric, we're going to have to figure that out somehow, some on a different okay. date. God damn it. All right. Uh, sorry for swearing. All right. Anyway. All right. Thanks for calling, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're out. <laughs> uh, well, he didn't, he didn't go anywhere. He's not, he's not giving up, folks. He's still there? He's still there. All right. Hold on. Say hello. Oh, say hello. Can you say hello? No, he's only in the telephone. He's only in the telephone. I heard I heard a hello, hello from my did, headphones. Did you? Yeah. Okay, uh, say it again. Sing a song. Testing one, two, three. It's working. Just turn him up. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> Damn it, Alex. Are you there, Eric? Yeah, I'm here. Yay! I can barely hear you. Why don't you talk into the phone? I'm talking into the phone. There we go. Sounds good. I hear him. All right. I hear him fine. He's new with this phone stuff. Yeah. You might need to turn your headphones up. So how's it going? Wait, talk to Eric. What you so, Shane, I can barely hear you. There you go. Well, I can hear you. That's because he's like five miles away from the mic. Yeah. <laughs> this is all live, too. Yeah, right? so so Eric was was part of my crew this weekend um, at the mile, and he's been my passenger lately, and he's going to be my passenger this weekend. So anyhow, we go racing and play together sometimes so yeah we were at the mile this weekend um i rode my dtr one he was helping me mechanic and stuff and make sure that we could get it all together so tell us a little about the race how'd it go anybody keep up well, I'm, I'm all ears I, I was in the the 50s class the super seniors and the masters class um which is 50 plus and 60 year old plus they just go by age and supposedly any bike any year so i'm the hoodlum from poor kid from san francisco that had to go build an r1 and uh so the competition uh the two guys that were right there one barely talks to me the other one just totally uh he totally told me hated my bike and hated me and did a burnout in my pits and, and wrinkled my carpet i mean did you were they close enough for you to machine gun them with the roost or did they even get close well the, the first race i started on the inside uh near the pole and stuff i got a terrible start and pick everybody off. I was picking off like six guys on the back straightaway and finding out who was in the lead. This guy, Tom Horton, goes really good. I think he's on a Rotax. Dude flies. Nobody can touch him except me. And it took me a while. I come up on him like three times and he'd outmotor me in the corners. They had some nice big ruts. My bike doesn't really like the ruts. Good, so there was a little competition instead of a runaway. Yeah, yeah. I totally had to, he totally worked me for it. And it's like, and I, and I was down to like what, one lap left, and if I didn't get him pretty soon, I might not. So I had to like I'm not I can't take my chance and wait for the last last chance. Well, your power is on the streets. He's got the advantage in the corner. Yeah. So he was motoring me in the corners, and I had to speed up and find the line. And with like one lap to go, I actually did. But hats off to him. He did really good. Nobody could touch him, other than mine my bike and, and me nobody was on the same side of the track everybody else was on the other side of the track so the, the back straight on the last laps when you nabbed them no the um i think it was the white flag um 
right across start finish. Okay. And I kept coming up and was like, I could get, be, get next to him or almost next to him. And I'd have to back off and he'd motor me through the corner and try it again, try it again. I got to speed up somewhere. So I, I, I got a better line through all the corners. Turn one, I just kind of dove in the inside, took the ruts. The guy in, on the, the flagger, we both agreed the same thing. He's like, dude, I kind of got my hands full. He said, I was watching your friend. It was it was moving all over the place. The other guy goes, your rear wheel was like five inches in the air through the ruts. Get out of the ruts. I'm trying to. My bike likes the inside of them 17s. So I got to work to go around the outside. Um, so anyhow, anyhow, Tom Horton really made me work for it and made me open it up. And then, so that was for the, I'm going to say the 50s class. So I guess he's not quite 60 yet. Because the other one, the other little guy, little varmint, I tried to make friends with him, um, was a Jim Monahan, the little varmint. Anyhow, yeah, so I meet, him, I meet him in the, in the lineup and he start, we start talking and he start telling me how terrible I am and my bike is terrible. It's, it shouldn't be here and everything. It's this like, is a 60s class? Uh, yeah, the sissy class. He's 74 years old, and he's a little tiny chihuahua guy. And he just started telling me how terrible he, you know, he wasn't into it, just negativity and stuff. And I'm so oh, dude, I'm trying to make friends with you. I couldn't afford to buy one of those bikes, so I had to build something, and I built one of these. So Anything? We, I don't know. Alex at the switchboard. Good luck. Good yeah, luck. I think your mic's out, too. Say hello. Yeah. Hello. Say hello again. Hello again. Yeah, your mic's not working at all, Rob. No, it's not. Here, try this one. Yeah. Here, just put it in between. Yeah, there, there you go. go. There we go. So say hello, Robbie. Yo, yo. Yeah, that's what, uh, anyways, boy, a nice hot day here at Mutiny Radio, and our ship's a little foul. Eric, are you still out there? I'm still here. Yeah. Look say, say that again. I'm still here. All right, so actually, you're on the air. And uh, I can see the little needle thing moving, so whatever I did seems to work, so say hello. Yeah, hello. Hello. Yeah, first time, long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> well, you want a free T-shirt? Yeah, yeah. So, for you listeners out there, I've mentioned uh, Eric Lindauer uh, several times. Uh, he's part of a subculture racing crew, and you know he's been out there with Wade um, doing uh, learning sidecars as well as. Uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Eric. You actually started uh, with a different team, different driver, and uh, you've progressed from there. Uh, well, yeah, kind of uh, freelancing a little bit, um, kind of picking up a ride where I could. Well, that's um, the way you learn. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's there was a few guys that you know they, I'd, I'd get the referral and so I'd be riding on theirs for a few tries and and then then um, they'd find a permanent passenger and and then uh, I'd find somebody else to jump on with. For our listeners out there, uh, when I'm talking about racing, uh, uh, Eric, like Wade and uh, Christine, they race the Sidecar Series, which is, uh, as we've mentioned before, it's, uh, it's a, a rig which has two passengers. A person hangs off the side. It's usually, uh, they refer to sometimes as the monkey or the passenger, and then the driver. One's encapsulated. The other goes back and forth, actually. So uh, it's a very unique way to uh, race, and it's a very, very... Um, uh, well, I guess uh, dangerous as well. And uh, nah, to learn, it's, it's you really don't have a lot of opportunities. And uh, Eric has just been in, been uh, getting into this and uh, has been able to get rides to actually as a passenger to uh, get out there and uh, get get the skill right. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, you stick your thumb out. This weekend, this weekend is going to be a fun go. And uh, where are you going to be this weekend? We are going down to Button Willow. In Button Willow, uh, for those uh, folks out there uh, who are everywhere else but here, uh, Button Willow is in Southern California. It's about, uh, I want to say, uh, uh, four hours from San Francisco, maybe. And uh, it's kind of a, it's a really unique track. you got a lot of line of sight, but you do have some hills and crests. So it's like uh, very neat like that. Uh, when I say hill, it's, you know, a little molehill. But, uh, it's, it's a small gets... hill for being in the middle of a field. Exactly. And uh, <laughs> Yeah, wait, I mean, uh, you've been out there more than once, and uh, you're going to be out there with with uh, with what uh, what are you guys racing uh it's it's hosted by arma this time um sra west and we're just going to ride the sidecars this time we're, we're, we're not bringing any solo bikes okay no, which will be great you can concentrate right yeah yeah and our, we're really we're going to concentrate as not melting it's going to be so <laughs> hot down there I bought the pool. I was just going to say, <laughs> Eric just pool. got some. <laughs> we got a pool, so we're going to survive. The whole thing is about surviving the heat. Um, we know how to ride and drive it, and you know, we'll go through the motions, do what we can, and and it's really, it's going to be so hot. That's going to be the biggest yeah thing right there. If we can keep our bodies and our equipment running. Well, there's something to be said about that. Just like cold or rain, it is an equalizer. So, you know, if you're not the fastest team out there, it can make a difference if you want to get ahead of a couple of points where people won't show up or you happen to not have any issues with that and you're able to go, go, go. So, I mean, dealing with heat goes, has, 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 it's a razor's edge. It goes good and bad, you know. So I've, I've never really uh, minded it. It just kind of, it's hot. <laughs> and uh, anyhow, uh, Eric, so uh, I hear you're very excited about going this week. And as well as I mentioned to uh, our listeners before, I, I think you're getting geared up to go to Australia. Yes, we are. So, yeah, looking for uh, some fun this weekend. And, yeah, we're building a couple of GSs, Suzuki GSs, to uh, take the Phillips Island. Hopefully be more competitive than last time. And wait, Australia this year, still no sidecars? Or no, not your sidecar? They're still ixnaying that? Probably just not mine. They're communication isn't quick enough and everything we have to ship in november and they don't usually make their mind up by then last year was a yes no yes no and supposedly they needed uh 15 cars when we left they said they had seven when i got there somebody said they had 14 so it's a lack of communication and if it's not there soon enough because i got to build a crate i got all kinds of things to do to line up for that will just just end up doing solos or if they actually have the event like the last two years that i rode down there somebody gave you a car gave me a car okay. doug chavez my hero mm-hmm. yeah which is really really cool i mean uh eric uh, you guys and wait i mean you guys are building also in line fours i believe uh yeah the GS, yeah the, the, the suzuki gs 1000s it's a gs 1000 so uh, uh, year wise i mean uh, what are the years like 78 82 oh. or yeah, like, you know, like, you know, 80 to 82. 80 to 82. And yeah. uh, basically, you, I've seen uh, that thing strip down. You're, you're going from the ground up, I believe. Yes, we are. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Wade, Full Wade blown super bikes. Wade had one, and then uh, he managed to find a frame and an engine, so we're putting stuff together. 
Nice. So, I mean, that'll be ready. I, you, I guess you guys got to ship in two weeks. Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> no, no, right. Uh, what, November? And we're starting to scramble already, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah plus we're talking about bringing four bikes. Yeah, which will be awesome. You know, yeah. great, great time out there. And you've already been out there, what, what once or twice? I've been there once. Nice. So boy, that was an experience. Yeah. Well, I guess you're going out there again, and this time running. So that's even awesome. You know, it's well, like I, great, yeah, great. running again. Exactly. The team got hooked. And uh, yeah, last time you ran, uh, tell the folks what you were running out there. Um, I ran uh, 1980 KZ1000 that that Wade kind of loaned me, and I worked on it a little bit and um, changed a few things and. Rode that thing, but it just wasn't quite fast enough. Must have been an eye-opener, first time being out anywhere in uh, Australia, to be going to Phillips Island, and now all of a sudden being out there on a uh, H Superbike. Uh, that must have been really, really unique and neat. Oh, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> I bet. It oh. was a lot of fun. Everybody, everybody in Australia was just nice. Yar, yar. So, how many laps did you get a practice before you actually went out there and raced? Um, what do you mean? Like, how many how many practice sessions? Yeah, how many times did you go out in the superbike before you actually hit a flag? Um, well, I guess there was uh, two practice. Wow. And I in the first day, probably I think. five, six laps apiece. Okay, so yeah, I mean that's a pretty much called a crash course on learning a learning a circuit, you know, if you've never oh. been out there. You know, oh yeah, ten, ten well, laps. I, is... I I did some training on the TV, so. Yeah. And it's basically was, it's basically a simple track, easy anybody a, can do it, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> right on, Eric. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, a lot of TV watching, being in the uh, behind the GoPro on the TV watching to go around so i had a pretty good idea but watching on tv and uh, being out there are different things yeah for sure i've never been quite the tv watcher and getting out there type guy but i mean nowadays things are very very realistic and you know they really have it down i mean if they any circuit and really much like formula one or bikes i mean they they, they have their shit down as far as uh, yeah. racetracks you know and uh, yeah. and it gives you uh, really a, a hands-on eyes bird's eye view it's so good now really yeah you know, when we were crazy. doing those race nights i was looking for the racetracks that i that i'm on because i'm studying them and if i can go faster on the video you might be able to go a little faster in real life yeah. well it's a you know it's a yeah oh, knowledge i mean like uh before I did the owl, I tried to learn on videotapes. Remember that? We had videotapes back in the 90s. And you're lucky to get a videotape of the TT and you just watch it till it wore out. And uh, Yeah, I brought yeah. a bunch over and had them change and everything. And <laughs> that's what I studied for 15 years. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So uh, a lot to be said about that. Uh, anyhow, we're going to take a short break here. And uh, Eric. Thank yep. you for coming on, uh, calling on the show, and uh, we got you on here, and uh, we'll figure cool. this out more and uh, make it easier next time. And boy, good luck at Button Willow this weekend, mate. That's going to be a great, thank great time. Thank you, thank you. You are, and um, don't forget the fishing pole if you got that pool. You know, get some goldfish in there or something. <laughs> I might, you know? I might and, need it. It's got some yeah. fish on the side. Of it. <laughs> All right, good luck to you, buddy, and uh, I hope thank to you. talk to you again on the show. Yeah. Yep, I will. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Be safe, mate. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for okay. listening to Racers Alley here at Mutiny Radio, and we'll get back to you shortly. We'll take a little break with some music.
<laughs> wow, time's flying by here at the heart of the mission here at Meet Me Radio, and uh, got a bunch of pirates in here. Yar, yar, yar. And uh, well, we just had the fix on, and I uh, hope you enjoyed that. And uh, from here on in, uh, well, boy, uh, we have a Robbie Moto Tire guy in tonight, and uh, Mr. Wade Boyd from Soul Culture Racing. And uh, let's see, who else do we have in? Uh, someone just dropped by. Your new buddy, the- AJ. AJ just dropped by on his, what type of bike we were in? Uh, Looks like an R12GS. Super generic, isn't it? It's a Yamaha. Yamaha. You gotta gotta come right up to this microphone and say hi. (laughs) Hey, Jay, welcome. Yeah, yeah. He's talking long distance. Still gotta put that right in front of your face. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Racer's Alley. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate the introduction. No problem. I'm riding a 2013 Yamaha Super Tenere. You're still a foot away, but uh, we're getting closer. Yeah, put your foot right there. It's like, oh, yeah, here we go. Let's kiss this microphone like and it? we can hear you. <laughs> exactly. Should now I, you're good. Now I can hear it. Put the mic time. up a little bit up. There we go. All right. This is all live, too. So for my listeners out there, this is how you run a radio show. Anyhow. <laughs> put your foot in the microphone. Right? <laughs> Not in your mouth. Well, exactly. You're my yeah. first. So. <laughs> anyway. All right. So any big tours on the uh, Super Tenere yet? Not yet. I just got it about a month and a half ago. Well, I have to highly recommend Northern California up the coast to uh, Fort Bragg and up to uh, the yep. Trinity Mountains yep. and uh, Hay Fork and uh, beyond. I was uh, just up there four weeks ago. And, uh, man, you get out of the city and you get some open roads, and that's what they're all about. I cannot wait. Yeah, you just uh, you just got the hell out of here, right, Robbie? Yeah, t- actually twice. Uh, took the uh, FGR 1300 up there, uh, up the coast, one night in Fort Bragg and some uh, great clam chowder. And then uh, the next morning up the coast to Leggett, up the 101 to Ferndale, and up Highway 36 to Hayfork, and then Hayfork to Hyam Palm, and hung out in Hyam Palm, and then uh, came back to the 36 eastbound, uh, Red Bluff, where it was 100 degrees, and I was having none of that, and I got a cheap motel room with air conditioning, and then hit the road the next morning at 6 a.m., and it was the best decision ever. It was cool air, nobody on the road, and then back to San Francisco. Delightful. Nice to be near the coast. Uh, the, well, the f- right? coast is a combination of fog and sun, fog and sun, uh, but no traffic, uh, so I'll take the fog and sun. Yeah. Well, you know, it's amazing that you can actually remember every road that you were just talking about. I mean, shit, my memory's uh, just always like kind of funny like that. And it uh, sounds like you had a great time out there. It's just nice to get out of the city, and there's great roads up there, and the FGR. Yeah, what is, type of bike do you ride? Yeah, Yamaha oh, FGR 1300, now. and uh, coming off the old CBR 1000, which was a chiropractic machine. <laughs> it's such a pleasure sitting on a comfortable bike, doing long rides, and when you take a break, on the uh, on the old CBR, you take that break, and when you get back on the bike, you're kind of okay, get in the position, and here we go again. But when you take a break and you get back on the FGR, you're like, hmm, all right, no problem, let's get back and get you're back at it, upright and all comfortable. And <laughs> yeah, you don't, on that. You don't yeah. have to get into that jockey position. <laughs> By the way, Wade owns the CBR 1000 now, and, and he's sure making better bike, use of it than I did. Well, yeah, that bike probably tell a lot of stories nowadays. How Wade, yeah. <laughs> SMR ride and stuff, yeah. yeah but it keeps saying I didn't do it. <laughs> 
<laughs> so it's all quiet and stuff as it's well. It's still mostly black, just a couple <laughs> I, I purple splotches on there, but you've kept it, you didn't booger up the side with a bunch of purple stuff. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> in, my, in my dreams. You never know. Uh-huh. Yeah, we can always have like uh, ideas coming out. Anyhow, uh, yeah, so Robbie, you just went out running, and AJ, uh, you know, I think you, you just bought a couple of different mics, right? Yeah, I'm just uh, revving up to get back on the road. I have had... Uh I had an accident a little while back, gave me the fear, so I've been off the road for a little while. Okay, so um, yeah, it's nice to be back on the road after indeed, you, you, just, you got you were you were hurt for a hair. I was. Yeah, that's was. always tough to get back from. Indeed, it is a, a psychological issues associated with having a severe wreck that uh, sometimes are hard. Was it a uh, city mishap or an out of the city mishap? It, it was on the freeway. It was my fault. Uh, I'm gonna. Leave it at that. Okay. But you're looking to get out of the freeway. I mean, um, yeah, uh, I got hit uh, near where I live a couple of years ago on, the, on my VMAX, and it tore us a new asshole. I mean, I got tossed, and to toss a VMAX says a lot. That that was the impact. Yeah. You should have seen and the other car. Kind of crushed it. Yeah, that, 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 <laughs> that BMW was tore up. And a uh, kid, of course, on his phone. But anyhow, um, yeah, my foot was fractured, went through, but... Uh, it was a while uh, till I till I was properly on it again, but um, I was a little bit more. Uh, I had a lot more spatial issues for a while, you know. Where now I'm able to zoom again, but there was a while there that I was pretty like stay away from me type shit. And uh, yeah, it, it, it takes a while to kind of get back in the groove, but uh, it definitely lets you know that you can get hurt. You well, know, you know, motorcycling isn't something I would suggest. Um, to someone who was afraid of it and nor would I engage in motorcycling again if I were afraid of it it's just um, I mean clearly it takes all the fun out of it so uh, kind of uh, put my uh, dip my feet in the water a friend of mine sold me a uh, 1994 VFR Okay. Uh, that yeah. around, I'd be probably know that bike. Um, I rode that around for a couple of weeks and was, uh, you know, I was ready to buy another one. Bought a bike that was probably a little bit too big for me, which was the Super Tenere, because I got such a good deal on it. And then uh, realized I needed something smaller, so uh, bought a uh, Ninja, um, a 2009 with uh, 11,000 miles on it, a Ninja 650R. Okay. And yeah. so I think that I took the uh, VFR off my insurance and right now the Super Tenere and the Ninja are what I'm going to play with. So are you finding the, the little Ninja for in town and then the Super Tenere for getting out of town? That kind of pattern? I guess, yeah. Indeed. indeed. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a big bike. Our friend Brian... Uh, you know, um, yeah, yeah. I believe he has one of those yeah. now. I think Brian and I bought our bikes about a week apart. To tell and you, those the truth. things are monsters. They are, and, and they're, they're, if you get over how big they are, they're quite easy to ride. But the size is intimidating, and, and you I, can make them bigger too. Indeed, indeed. Mm-hmm. You're but, doing a great job with all that luggage. Yeah, I, yeah exactly. But sometimes I guess you need it. You're going yeah. places. Exactly. I got to put somewhere to put my flip flops, you know. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right on. So, uh, yeah, that's great uh, as far as getting back out there as well and uh, new bikes. Uh, Like I said, Robbie has the FJR 1300. 
and uh, that 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 super turn raise for the long haul that little 650 it's not a little 650 that thing will do its job on any back road it'll do it do a good track day as well actually if you ever be interested in doing something like that but it's a neat city bike what you know, you're talking about willis around. you can uh, track the uh, fgr 1300s when they first came out didn't uh, the old boys <laughs> track them around laguna there's a great story about that uh they were the the racers um I forget uh, Bubba Schobert or somebody, two guys on the Yamaha team, and the, the first year of the FGRs, they were ripping them around the Laguna Seca. Yeah, they got connections, that's yeah. why. Oh, well, I'm in this room because of the people I know, not because of what I do. I am, um, I'm, I'm not a racer. I am fairly inexperienced. I, I might mainly just uh, ride around and have fun, but... Uh, that's where it starts yeah that's what it's all about really i did have a look at the speedometer on that ninja when i bought it and i did see that it goes up to 150 miles per hour (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's what all the little kids want to know i have not yet yeah realistically it might see 120 on the Ninja 650? Yeah, 120 is my nah, best. I'd say you get 145 yeah, out of I'll that. I'll bet you a dollar. Well, yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, Let's do yeah, it. Yeah. Right. Robbie's much closer. Yeah. It's only a twin, right? Right. Oh, it's a twin? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Darn. still, I'll try. I'll bet you anyway, just to go out there. Well, next track day. <laughs> Let's go fast. Yeah. yeah you yeah. have a great time with that bike, both yeah, of them. It's very nimble. Yeah. Yeah, either way, we can have a great time. Yeah, they don't sure. make bad bikes anymore. Oh right? man, and I got myself all butthurt too. Um, the uh, there was some confusion about the uh, year, and it was listed on Craigslist as a 2009. And I, I buy it, and then I realize it's a 2008 when I get the the uh, registration. So I of course go on. Craigslist. Oh man, the 09s were so much better. And then I look up the the Kelly Blue Book price, and I pay three grand for this thing, right? And and I mistakenly the other day look up the ninja 300 which of course we're selling for 1500 i'm like oh, i got ripped off no i didn't i got a really good deal on that bike nice yeah yeah any bike's a good bike ninja 300 600 what's the difference <laughs> I, uh, I heard there's a huge difference I haven't, I haven't experienced it yet but uh I'll at the end of the straightaway it. there'll be a difference <laughs> oh man my next bike when i get a good deal on one when i find one i'm gonna buy a grom I think they're adorable. <laughs> I don't know about that. Well, they got a whole, I don't they got know. A whole class out there. No, they have, they have their place, but I've sat on one, and they're just maybe for like running around, like to pick up beer at the market yeah. or like little quickie things. Yeah. Okay, but they're just too small. Maybe it's a pit bike, yeah. but like day to day stuff, it's just too small. You, you take it to the hardware store, it may disappear on right. you. You go inside. Well, it's like a YSR 50. Just yeah. assume they might run you over, and that's your fault for being I mean, short. It's, it's a fun little thing. Thing, but it's like a short a short time right the right time so, and place yeah. Yeah. so it's a kind of thing you'd be underwhelmed by you buy it and you kind of nah, go, oh, there's a lot it. of people out there really love the shit out of that bike we got I one right now with 50 yeah. miles on it uh, find the place yeah, to go ride I've it sat on a little yellow thing i thought yeah. I think i've sat on yeah. them they're just too uh, too small i don't know you got a whole bunch of people out there love the shit out of that thing. I even saw one on the freeway once, which I think was <laughs> the smartest thing in the world. Great. But he no. timed it to where it's all full traffic. Sunday morning so ride on the bridge or something. You know, so if you time the traffic right, you could snake, and that's what he was doing. Uh, I know? like it. Rush uh, hour. 280. Yeah, exactly. He did the rush hour. Uh, everyone's snaking, so kind of smart in that respect but uh, yeah definitely not a freeway vehicle <laughs> you are so wade what do we got let's see did we go over your mile races yeah a little um yeah it was it was dying was a full crowd 
not not a lot of spectators. Um, there's a lot of spectators for the pros, but I clock those guys. The big bikes at 130 down the straightaway, and the Ooh. which two miles faster than last year, which is pretty good. And the singles, That's fast. 120. That is really fast for a single. For a single. Yeah. No kidding. Bunch of them, not just one. So really nice. That was the benchmark. They were all... Yeah. Had to do that. Really nice. Huh. And everybody did a dynamite job. And then, you know, and then so I went and played with the amateur guys. And and they had a, they, they didn't said they didn't have enough entries. And it looked like they totally, everybody woke up, came in. I was parked farther into turn four than ever before. Everybody had a dynamite time. All the classes went off. Uh, no ambulance left that I know of at all. Nice. You know, so... Um, we all had a great time. Nobody night. got hurt or arrested. <laughs> Did yeah, the, uh, both, both of my buddies, um, Tom Horton and Jimmy, uh, what's his name, number 31M, and anyhow, they both won races also. They entered like three and four races. I only entered two. Did the starter guy admonish you again, like for wheeling down the straight, uh, threatening that he'd have to get his camera if he did it again? He was there, and he's one of my best <laughs> friends now. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's totally what he said the first time. This time they didn't actually. I'm, I'm better trained now. I barely got out of my box, um, so I only did a couple wheelies instead of every. every I, lap. I only yeah. did them when they were legal, which is on the last lap. Gotcha. And so I think the the second main event. I think I finished on a rear wheel, and I, but I think the last one. I just, I just, I just ran. So I got a good start on the outside for a change. The little varmints over there somewhere and turns out that he's in the lead when i get there who am i chasing i'm chasing whoever's in the lead and so i go buzzing by him because he's such a varmint been giving me such a hard time it's hilarious he's giving me such a hard time and i'm trying so hard to be his friend <laughs> so anyhow i go buzzing by him and as i as i bank in i wave to him only done that to one other guy that was tom anyhow <clears throat> i waved to him it, it totally put me in all the ruts and everything which kind of slowed me down i had to, i'm trying to get it to drift a little bit and to get out of the ruts and by the time i get there he's pulled up alongside and he's like trying to bite my elbow or something he's like want 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 look over at him he's like okay now we start from here let's go and you're never going to see me again, and he never did. He, he uh, metaphorically slapped you with his glove to challenge you? I know. I, I thought he was biting my ankle or something, a little chihuahua. Oh, racing's racing. Uh, yeah, so, what tire did you run? I have to look. I think they were the Metzlers. It was a street tire. The, okay. Not the ones you ran. Not the Chinese Pirellis you're so no. fond of? Yeah. No. <laughs> I was getting in trouble for bringing the Chinese Pirellis. I, I didn't order them from China, really. No, but what I'm asking, you bought a new new rear for the race. I bought a new rear. I cut it up a little okay. less than last time. But a little less. I okay. went with, I hate to say it, I, I, had, I didn't have a budget, so I used last year's front tire. Which is slightly a mistake, and this was a test and everything. And and in the middle of at least one of the races, the main event, whatever. Yeah, I lost the front end a couple times. I, I, I heard stories about yeah, they, your front pushed at certain areas pushed, where it tucked under. It did where everything. You had to do some work. I like, and that's a big uh, bike to be like picking up the front and tucking. I had my hands full. You know? Yeah, if it tucked anymore, I was going down. Yeah. it was going to be a face plant, and I was right in front of everybody. 
dot 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 it's Hollywood they would every single one of them would run over me oh we you got some GoPro videos up on uh, YouTube pretty soon any minute now any yeah minute. Tom had some uh, forward on the handlebars and yeah. one down below on the back should look really good 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 looking forward to that we we saw a preview of Ooh, one of them good. and yeah on the back straightaway I, I walked by six guys looking for the leader want to see that HP yeah it'll stretch your arms it's so it's so neat. <laughs> it's like the future of, of uh, flat tracking the and the big track, anyhow, just another class. You want to call it extreme, whatever. It's open. Open is open. <laughs> open is open. Yeah, yeah. There, there, but there's no rules. Run what you brung. Yeah. You, you so, did this, uh, what, this is the, your seventh year? Uh, six or, yeah, six or seven. So they're finally learning. There's at least one, if not a couple guys, that are going to go build, find and build themselves a 1,000. I'm tired of you passing me like that. Well, I, that's what I'm saying. After seven years, you should not have any griping from anyone in the past. Paddock, who's been on that and seen you because they're not surprised anymore. Well, you shouldn't is be crying for anyone. All the fans want to see it. It's just a competition, really. Who who else can ride a one thousand? That's big and bold. Whip out your Superman cape and put it on, and you better wear it. But folks like to hear and see that. I, I've been out there when he's run, and uh, there is nothing like seeing, you know, the DTR one because the sound alone. But you know, he gets up with his wheelie and just goes across. It's really neat to, you know, see you going wheeling across. But the sound is really, really wicked. It's that sweet bike on the pipes. Sweet. Yeah, it's 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 and, just power. And, and it's nobody just, else know, does it. No one else has that sound. They, it's <laughs> like you know, they all have turbo buttons on their handlebars. Hit the button. Hit the button. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's a class, and uh, folks are starting to liven up to it. But after six years, no one should be surprised, and you would think more people would come out. Some folks have talked about it, and uh, I think you had a couple of twins out there uh, 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 being uh, ch chasing your tail. Yeah, some, uh, so the twins are moving up, which is really good. I was also trying to get into the class that class. And with a whatever and they're in trouble when i get there but the 750 yeah, yeah two 750s were doing really good um there were ducatis uh no it's a suzuki it was a sv 650 on 750 and Ooh, then it was the, the varmint i thought he was on a single i don't know what he's on but he actually was really fast. So the the funny part was he gave me all this grief i won i won my main event for the 60s class I come around, I'm like half a lap ahead of him. I pull over, I got a turn worker right in front of my pit, right in front of my house, because I'm way deep into turn four. And so I pull over and I stop and I go, I need a witness. Yeah. I'm, I'm a chihuahua's about to come over and chew my ankles off. And we just laughed so hard. He, yeah. he made us laugh, but I kept trying to be his friend and everything. So I went in. I changed my clothes and everything, and I put on my Hawaiian shirt, and I went out back to turn <laughs> four, and I rooted him on, and him and, and the guy that was chasing him, they were both my my buddies that are chasing me, uh, Tom Horton and, and this guy, and just different class, different yeah. different class, and and they both won some races. Uh, hopefully, they went home with a big smile on their face, and. And hopefully yeah. dude gets over giving me grief for my bike. <laughs> yeah, racing's racing. I'm going to keep working deal. on trying to be his friend, poor yeah. little guy. <laughs> How dare you bring an R1 to an unlimited class? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, Nobody would think of that. Everybody told me it wouldn't work. And yeah. I'm going to prove you wrong. So far it has for many, many years, right? Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break for a second here at the Racer's Alley at Media Radio and uh Heart of the mission and like probably 84 degree weather now. But uh, yeah, yeah, I hope you enjoy. Uh, let's see, what do we listen to? Maybe the fix. All right, enjoy.
go without bounds. You got the name I can't pronounce. You fall in love.
Well, welcome back to Racist Alley here in the heart of the Mission at Mutiny Radio. Boys are sitting there shooting the shit. And I just want to say, you know, I want to thank Mutiny Radio for having us here. And uh, I want to uh, hope Hamtastic is having a great, great vacation. She's out there in the middle of the world out there. And uh, boy, if I could live vicariously, she's uh, hopefully right now having a great time in the Isles of Greece. Boy. Yeah, so uh, Pam, if you're listening to the show, uh, well, you're my fourth listener out there. Uh, have a great time out there in Greece. Boy, oh boy. Right on, yeah. Pam. Right? Is that, enjoy your vacation. You already are. Is she naked out there right. on a naked Greek beach? All right, here we go. Here we go. Now we got Robbie Moto Targa. I was just going to give him a shout out, but I'm not going to do that anymore. <laughs> All right, so yeah, He's thank you, here. Benders and Molotovs. And, uh, you know, uh, we're having a great time here tonight. And, uh, boy, you know, uh, um, we all come from, uh, I guess, a, a background here. We're a motor tire guy, uh, Wade, myself, and we've been around the block a long time. And, uh, you know, uh, I've done my share of bicycling, I guess, since I got here in 96, uh, 97. I've never been a professional bicyclist, per se. Uh, I did do paper routes when I was a boy, but that's a different story. Um we got Chris here, and, and uh, you know, Chris has been around the block here for a long time, and, uh, you know, um, he can tell tales left, right, and sideways, and nowadays, I mean, we have so many things that are in the way as a driver or a motorcyclist. I mean, as a motorcyclist, you can see the cars are just not doing what they're supposed to be doing as far as drivers do, and uh, it's very, very hazardous. I mean, everyone's just basically doing anything but driving. Motorcyclist, well, you got your smart ones, and you're not smart ones, so that that's just, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, just, uh, you know, nature taking, a, taking away things. But as far as a bicyclist, I've been a bicyclist here in the city for a long time. And just recently I got a bicycle and boy, it's completely different. It's been like 10 years and it's, it's, it's just crazy now. And Chris, you've been doing this your whole life. And uh, have you seen the progression of a bunch of crazy shit? Actually, only since um, 1997. So about half my life. You are. And, and I prefer uh, the term professional car wrestler. Car wrestler. <laughs> there professional. Yeah, professional car wrestler. Yeah. So, I mean, nowadays, I mean, uh, we all have the uh, general uh, electrical bicycles and everything else in between. I mean, how, how are you putting up with it? I mean, uh, do you see your commute? I mean, uh, what's your take on it? Well, for starters, we call Market Street the commuter 5,000 between <laughs> 7 and 9 in the morning and 4 and 6 in the evening. Every idiot is out there. And yeah. I really hate the electric bikes because they're faster than I am because I've never had a fixed gear. So it's like if I had a, if I had a geared bike, if I had a road bike, I could probably take them. But like the electric bikes actually can do like 30 without a sweat, you know. How is that? I mean, are you able to hear them coming up on you? Is it a point of, uh, do you have a etiquette, or is it just a free-for-all out there? Get out of the way. <laughs> Pretty much a free-for-all. You swing yeah. your club. That's the etiquette. Okay. Passing on the passing on the right. Um, you know, if you're riding a motorcycle or driving a car, you pass on the left. General rule. Um, bicycle commuters have no fucking clue. They just pass, right? They whip right in front of you from the right. And cut you off, and it's, oh, I've, I've I've elbowed a few and knocked them to the curb a few times. So, <laughs> is is there full body contact, elbows and middle fingers and things out there? Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I imagine just like anything. I mean, uh, there comes a point where getting close, getting close, and rubbing's racing, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that being said, I mean, uh, so right now, I mean, with all the electrical vehicles, you just feel it's going to be a part of the norm and just deal with it. 
I don't know. I got a push pin in my pocket that I use on those um, jump bikes. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, let's digress. Well, here. we need Milk Crate Brian to talk about the uh, lift and the bird uh, scooters and the bikes. He's got a very uh, fond uh, <laughs> stories about those. Stories about those. Well, well every, every, I mean, everyone does. They, so they get in your way, and uh, you just don't want to, you know. Um, you know, you just want to watch out for those things and uh, go from there, really. You know, we don't need to pass stories about certain things, you know. Well, but, apparently yeah. there's a real problem of pollution in Lake Merritt because people keep chucking those scooters in. <laughs> yeah, and that, that's the problem. I mean, uh, they've created more uh, strife and uh, pollution Hate. than anything out there. Uh, which is uh, just uh, unfortunately in nature. So anyhow, uh, boy, let's talk about something totally different, you know, which is totally cool. Wait, so what's worse, these electric bicycles or Uber Lyft drivers? Uber Lyft. Oh, that way, Ubers, that. Ubers. And I mean, if they actually could listen to people, I mean, uh, the, the, the big bane, I think the most dangerous thing, if, if not uh, stopping just where you are in the middle of the traffic is, I mean, the biggest thing is do not open the doors in the, uh, the street traffic. side. Oh, always do it through yeah. the sidewalk. Actually, the, the stopping is worse. And that is my bis- biggest bane. I mean, they do stop in front of you, but the, the open door in traffic is, it's a danger to everyone and stopping involved. on street and, corners is the, my uh, worst pet peeve. They stop yeah. on the fucking corner. Especially, well, for example, at 8th and Market, right across from, guess what, Twitter, (laughs) (laughs) every day, because I I have um, a client in 1390 Market, so I'm there every day, every time, um, I always see an Uber or Lyft just like cut up, angle into the crosswalk, so they're blocking the crosswalk, the bike lane, and one lane of traffic, and they just sit there while people are honking at them and yelling at them, and they're like... "Hmm." Yeah, so, I mean, uh, I mean nowadays I'm working. They're working on that in the city. Working and, uh, at being an asshole. Yeah. yeah. Last thing I want to do is give those assholes any airtime on the show. So it's like, yeah, we have a bane with those guys. So uh, hopefully things will change, but I don't see anything coming. Don't uh, you keep uh, uh, spark plugs in your pocket to throw at them? No, no. I just like ah, uh, oh, that was in my younger days. That was young. Okay. <laughs> now I used to have a, a, a dreadhawk, like a mohawk of dreadlocks, and I had a spark spark plugs on the end of them, and when somebody <laughs> would piss me off, I'd pull one off and throw it at their window. You know, like that, a, was, that, that was that was in the like wild, wild 90s, you know? You need like an ammunition bandolier with yeah. like spark plugs in the, <laughs> in the bandolier. Now, that, that, that was back in the late 90s when, I mean, traffic still is nowhere near as bad as it was back then downtown. It's good to hear. Yeah. And any, anybody notice this week with Burning Man Week how traffic is much better this week? Oh, yeah. Well, so it's nice. Next Be- week, the best uh, two weeks in San Francisco, was, uh, Burning Man. It's been summer here, so it's been really, really All nice. the idiots are yeah, gone. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> Although it hasn't, it hasn't been as good the past couple of years, because now you got to be like a multi-billionaire to even afford a ticket, <laughs> you know? Yeah. There's a like lot that. of people who like, would go to Burning Man, but they can't afford to anymore. How much are like, tickets uh, now? Like $1,000 a head or something? I have no idea, but they got a private airline, so... <laughs> <laughs> Right on, right on. Anyways, we're going to take a short break, and I think we're going to get the hell out of here because it's hot in the studio, and uh, I guess we're going to listen to some cars for a second, and uh, ah, shit, we got a phone call, so I'm going to have to figure out how to do this all over again. Hold on. Here we go. Is it a robocaller? Someone have a conversation. Is it a robocaller? Hang up on him. Oh, I keep getting those. Boils on your ass? Well, no, yeah, that too, but (laughs) I keep getting these, like, robocalls with, like, People speaking in Mandarin. Chinese. Yeah. Your relative is in jail. Send money to get your relative out of jail is what that is. Probably. I have no idea. Yeah, so that's I, don't, what it I, is. I don't speak. Yeah. I don't speak Cantonese or Mandarin. Yeah. So your grandmother in China is in jail. Send money. 
and you know, you gotta she, take care of grandma. My money. dead, my dead Italian grandmother is in jail in China, <laughs> and I need to send her money. Sure, okay. I'll see you soon. That's the crazy Gale. <laughs> I always like to get on the airwaves if I can. Oh yeah. <laughs> Anyways, forget about that call. Anyhow, uh, hmm. All right, you're gonna take a break and do something, or are we gonna keep talking? Well, let's talk about something. But yeah, I'm kind of hot and tired, and you know, it's hot like and a studio. And yeah, anyone oh. have anything to say? My nipples itch like crazy. <laughs> See, here we go. Let's listen to some cars. <laughs> <laughs>
All the stories have been told Of kings in days of old But there's no England now All the wars that were won or lost Somehow don't seem to matter very much anymore All the lies we were told All the lives of the people running round Their castles are burned I see change The inside We're the same As we ever were I don't know what the hell I'm going to talk about, but I just put us live on the air. You know, I always love the Kings. That's one of my favorite albums, and uh, yar yar. So if you don't like them, well, you can just uh, tune out. Anyhow, so here we are. Uh, well, uh, we just recently had some great races here at Sears Point and over in Sacramento Mile. Uh, I want to thank everyone out there who uh, was able to actually one watch the races, but also the turn workers and uh, everyone out there who makes the events and run. Track prep and also. Track prep as well. You know, it takes a lot to make racing going. And, uh, you know, thank you, uh, AFM, for always being out there for us and making sure we are always uh, safe and uh, flagged and have preps. Because, uh, you know, I've just been reading lately, and it, it is interesting how, you know, sometimes places are a little light, and uh, you definitely uh, hear about that. And, yeah, so uh, we, we have the most experienced, great crew. Yeah, so same similar thing. So Yuri is over at the the Manx GP right now. Cheers, Yuri! Yar yar! We'll put a shout out, man. There you go. And they're they're always screaming they need more marshals, which are turn workers. Same thing. They have an army of turn workers for your three hundred and like thirty seven corners. Oh, like that's that. true. I mean, the Yali Man is, uh, you know, 33.73 miles. 37.7. Anyhow. It, it might be changing because they keep adjusting the track. They're fixing it. And so the, the Dundrod is now the fastest track in the world. And you know they're not going to put up with that for very long. We're going to fix some more track, up the speeds. And <laughs> and, and it's the same guys. Hickman's going to do it there, too. <laughs> you already are. And imagine doing over 200 miles an hour on the back roads. I mean, uh, yeah, I can't. I can't uh, boy, I'd love to. And uh, that's just an amazing feat. And uh, they just keep doing it. They keep getting see, faster yeah. and faster. Yeah. And our friend Yuri's out there right now. And, uh, you know, uh, Wade and I had lost a couple of friends uh, uh, out there uh, over the years at the Isle of Man. And uh, Mig, this time last year, passed. That was uh, in Ireland, actually. Elster. It was in Ireland? Yeah, the Ulster GP, which just happened also. Because I was just uh, seeing something. and uh, Okay, so he was there? Yeah, it was yeah. Yeah, it was his last race. It was the Ulster GP. Yeah, so it's like uh, he was out there and uh, also give a shout out. You know, it's like uh, he was a great racer and, um, you know, it's very dangerous out there. And, uh, you know, all the boys have a great time out there. And Yuri, Yuri, have a great, great race. And, uh, boy, I don't know exactly what he's running, actually, as far as I saw a picture of it, but I'm not really sure either. Yeah, (laughs) it's, it's, uh, I don't think it's quite an endurance. We'll we'll have to go do some homework. Well, well, he'll be on the show when he gets back yeah so uh you know uh boy have a great time out there 
anyhow, uh, anyone else have anything to say? Goodbye. Yeah. Uh, thank you, AJ, for being on the show. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for the invite. Yeah, anytime. And uh, wait, so this weekend we're going to be at Buttonwillow. Subculture Racing will be at Buttonwillow. And uh, yep. boy, oh boy, it's going to be a great race. Uh, going to be a hot race. I wish I could be out there, but uh, I'm working on my stuff. I probably won't be back in AFM out there probably until Thunder Hill. But uh, we'll talk about that next uh, week or something. Anyhow, uh, cheers, cheers. Thank you for listening to Racers Alley here in the heart of the mission at Meet Me Radio. And yeah, yeah, wait. Have a great, great race this weekend. All right. Thanks a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bravo. Yeah. Till next week. Cheers. Till next week. Cheers. <laughs>
Oh, happy birthday to Racer's Alley. Apparently, we're a year old, so happy birthday to Racer's Alley. Cheers, guys. Thank you, Wade Boyd. Thank you, Robbie Motor Tire Guy. And uh, boy, you know, we've been out here, Mr. Evan and uh, Mr. Dimitri and uh, Miss Emily. Thanks, all you guys, for being part of the record queue, and uh, especially Milk Crate Brian. Uh, we've been out here a year, and uh, yar, yar. Uh, happy birthday to Racer's Alley. Cheers. Love the kinks and uh, thank you, Pam. Have a great, great vacation. Yar yar, and one year birthday Now, a certified with you have the blue check on on your Instagram feed, oh right? Oh my! I sure do. Yes, I you have, do. You are a certified beauty blogger. Upside down, but it's the same same thing. It's upside down. It's not right side up. No, the, the check is just uh, upside down as, as Americans would see it. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. But yes, it's just, it's, it's, it's such an honor to have you on the radio, Moonday Night School. This is a, um, a, 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 a trend seeker and trend setter. Danica, fashion-wise, what do you see right now? Mm. What, what do we look oh. for? Yes, so uh, I've been putting some thought into this as we have the sun shining out brighter, longer with summer. Right, that's right, uh, yes. Yes, so with that and the days being longer, nights being longer as well. Yes, uh, yes. It's important to have utility pieces. Oh. Utility you know, pieces. Utility pieces to hold everything you might need to go from day to night. Pockets. That's right. That's right. Now, is a fanny pack a utility piece? Uh, anything, yes. Pockets, fannies, straps, zippers, Socks. whatever you can find to hold all of your, your little pieces that are important to you. Yes. That is where true fashion rings. Oh my gosh, I cannot wait. My friend just made a she's a she's a crocheter on Etsy and she just made a scarf that doubles with a pocket. Is this this is a utility piece, right? I just anything utility right now is just so big. I mean, we even have the jumpsuits coming out, mm. which I love a good jumpsuit, but make sure you've got a pocket or a strap with it. Oh, yeah. Yes. yes. Danica, this is so Now what kind of shoes are you wearing with these jumpsuits? I mean, who can say no to a platform? 
Hello. 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 Yes. What about a block heel? How do you feel about block heels? I don't care if it's block or platform or wedge for the tired feet, whatever. Yes. Get it upright. Get yourself upright. Get the booty upright and whatever that means to you. Booty upright. Yeah. No, Danica, all of her photos on Instagram, you are the queen of the upright booty. Oh, yes. You got to get it upright, uptight, (laughs) but not too uptight. You know, not too uptight. What yeah. do you? How do you feel about the wedgie trend? Is that you in like or out? Wedgie in your butt? Yes. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's your own personal property. Like, it's <laughs> like Grundy <laughs> territory. I mean, by all means. Yeah, I I personally am not a fan of the wedgie look. Um, what about camel toe? I find I have like uh, unintentional camel toe. Well. You know, they come up with blockers for that, so that's why you've got to find the Where? those. I, I prefer a blockage of the camel toe. I just prefer So that, camel toe's but. not in. I've been telling everyone that camel toe's in, but it's not. Okay. Yeah. Danica no. would I mean, know. Danica would know. Note to everyone out there, camel toe is not in, but I love my camel toe. Danica, mm-hmm. are you currently, I hear some, uh, I hear some like uh, chatter in the background and some like photography sounds. Are you are you in the middle of a photo shoot right now? I, I am taking a break. I'm currently in my fashion house dungeon, which I search for the trends, also do lots of photography stuff. Yes. So, uh, yes, catch me on um, a, a, mid, a mid-time break. Oh, um, well, I guess, we're know, so appreciative of you s- taking the time to come and talk with us. Um, where can we find you on the internet? Where do we follow you? Oh, yes. Well, um, first of all, I must mention it's Danica with the K. So, um, you know, search for Danica with the K at Danica.fashionblog.us is the at. So uh, I'm still working it out internationally to make sure I get the right check mark up here in the States. But uh, searching Danica with a K gets you pretty close. Danica with a K with a, with a, an, an, a dash. A dash U at UK? No, you dot US. US. So I can get over in your, your internet portal. That's right. I have to put the dot US. And you worked with Facebook for some time, right? You worked with... Um... Zuckerberg? Oh, yes. Some developer stuff came out of my meetings with Facebook, yes. Well, we are we are honored to have you, Danica. Thanks for joining us. Um, is there anything that I can do with my hair makeup routine real quick i know you're pressed for time but we're i'm 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 doing a one-woman show here at mutiny radio next week and i i don't quite frankly know if i should be in a jumpsuit if i should be in a trouser set if i should be in a dress like i'm not Mm. sure what what, i've mentioned before so i just feel so strongly about the utility outfit so maybe something with a pocket something with a zipper okay because okay. you can never put too much lip gloss into you know the pockets uh you know maybe other little items that you might need you never know mm. yes 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 you never know okay. you never know always yes, have your lip gloss good. on you zipped up tight somewhere yes uh are you in a clear lip gloss phase or pink or cherry what where what what flavors are we in here with lip gloss uh, i would say um 
just a good neutral for your skin tone. That means different things to different people and certain skin tones. We change our skin in the summer. So uh, whatever is the most reflective on your face. Great. You know, sometimes that's a pop, pop pink. Uh, Hot pink. It's more of a, a mud, a mud look. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Uh, you are the trend setter, the trend finder. We are so freaking lucky to have Danica on here at thank Monday you, Night Danica. School. Um, well, thank you, ladies, for your time. Um, and I look forward to uh, providing more updates to you in the future. Yes, please. We need more updates from Danica because, quite frankly, you are the number one trend finder that thank I know of in the, in, the, in the internet world. And you're, you're famous. You have, the, you have the blue check. It means everything once you have the blue check. You, I'm one day I'll have the blue check and You're we'll so be in the cred. blue check so club. Credible. So credible. Well, wonderful. Well, thank you, ladies. And as I as I like to say to all my followers, all my friends, this is an international term of friendship of endearment. Is uh, Strudelhausen. <laughs> Okay, well, Strudelhausen to you, Danica. We <laughs> love you. Thank you for joining us. Ta-ta. Strudelhausen. Ciao. Oh, my gosh. We are so lucky that Danica, with a K, is Danica. our friend. I mean, she is giving our podcast so much credibility. I know. I it's know. incredible. Thank you, Danica. Yeah, thank you, Danica. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just had we had to we had to kind of like jump into that because we were in the middle of listening to MIA. We were talking about living with people, roommates, yeah. but then we got a call and it's just like right hand turn. We Where had to change we? everything. Yeah. yeah. So um, back to our regularly scheduled programming um i think it's most important on this full moon night to discuss that we're actually recording this one week early so it's a full moon tonight yeah but this is going to be broadcast next week so we want you to think about everything that's happened in the last week up until this point yeah that's what we're saying yeah 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 where were you a week ago right and how does that check in now yeah yeah um where were you a week ago Catherine? meaning where are you right now oh my god that doesn't mean the same thing um so where- <laughs> <laughs> well it- where i was a week ago is not the same place where i was but right when now. this airs it will be a week ago oh my god right we're now. getting stuck in a time continuum mm-hmm. um okay so if we're talking about so it's today is june 27th just to give a point of reference um if we're going to talk about june 10th i was i had some friends in town okay and I was I was meeting up with a friend that I had met in India, and I was meeting his partner, and we were doing that whole thing, and didn't make it into the studio to record a radio show. That's right, but the yeah. stream was down, so it was okay. Yeah, so it was fine. And then today, at this very moment, on June seventeenth, I'm here with Joanna at Mutiny Radio, and 
we're accepting donations for the whole entire station. So if you want to donate, please donate and vi- visit mutinyradio.fm. FM. Yeah. Yeah. So please feel free to do that. Um, yeah. And anyway, so I'm here right now with Joanna. Um, two glasses of red wine in and I let my roommates know, my new roommates know, I moved into a new place. I let them know that I wanted to come to you. Mm-hmm. 